Blessed Assurance and welcome to Kingdom Christian Fellowship, KCF. We reveal the reality of the Kingdom of God and Christ Jesus in the lives of people all over the world. As you listen to this message, we pray that you are blessed and inspired to improve your relevance in the Kingdom of God. Glory to God. Be nice people. Please. The basket residential area is this place. You okay? Do you hear? The basket must always be in front of the pulpit. Mm. Hallelujah. When you look at the altar in heaven, there are certain things that are constantly there. There's a table of showbread that represents the provision of God for his people every day. There's the brazen altar that represents that. The, the altar that receives the sacrifice of God's people every day is there. And the fire of the brazen altar is never to be put out. They all represent a certain functionalities of how the kingdom of God operates. Praise the Lord. And so that is how come God told Moses also that make sure that you build the earthly temple according to what you saw in heaven. Hallelujah. Christ Jesus, the advent of Christ did not annul the temple or the altar. It's all there. Praise the Lord. There are the uh, Genesis to Malachi is not the Old Testament. Praise the Lord. There are many testaments in the script in the Bible. Praise the Lord. There are many testaments. The testament is what? A covenant. All right. And before the Mosaic Covenant, which Christ Jesus came to annul and replace it according to the book of Hebrews, there were a lot of other covenants. There was the covenant of Noah. How many of you know about that one? It's there. There's an Abrahamic covenant, which Galatians tells us that was 400 years older than the covenant of Moses. And that covenant was not annulled when Jesus died. In fact, that covenant was made more effective according to Galatians. It says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. And he's talking about the law of Moses. So that the blessings of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles. Is that not so? And that blessing of Abraham is, the, is in the Abrahamic covenant. The covenant God had with Abraham. He said, I will make you a father of many nations. Any man that blesses you, I'll bless. You are a partaker of that blessing. I thought I'm talking to children of God. You are a partaker of that blessing. Anyone that looks at you and says, God bless you. God says he will bless that person. Anybody that says you, it will never be well with you. God says, I will curse that person for your sake. It is the covenant, praise the Lord, that you enjoy. The covenant is an agreement, okay, between two parties, backed by legal terms, sealed with the blood of, with the blood. The Bible says, no covenant or no testate comes into effect except the testate that dies. And Christ died to effect a better covenant and a better promises repealing the covenant of Moses 
to establish a better covenant. Moira basket, no. Moira, no. And I'm going to call G. Sulala. Please, protocol, whoever is in charge, make sure, whether I'm coming here or not, make sure. It's one of the things you shouldn't forget. Thank God that you bought the TV, but I don't like the position. Get two very long extensions. It must be here. You see, music people, I don't like the way you are invading the area. People push to the corner. There's some here. Okay. Uh, so that this place will have space. People have space. That's what my people at church were doing, and I sacked them. Reverend Robin is their leader. They were invading the. Praise the Lord. Why do you feel like that? Hmm. Push there. When they block people, you cry, you're part of them. Push them to the corner somewhere. Okay. But you are doing well. Just that push. Go, go. You are taking the place. We can't pray for people here. So find a corner. Push yourself to that corner there so that this place will be. Then we have the TV, one on this um, pillar, one on that pillar. All right? God bless you. Clap for yourselves. You've done well. You give me something. Let me put my offering in before I start. You don't know why I do that. Uh, I'll tell you. Abraham didn't live under a co- the Old Testament. Okay. Abraham lived in the realm of faith. God spoke to Abraham. Leave your father's house, your mother's house, to a place I will show you. The Bible says that he heard and he obeyed and God accounted to him for righteousness. Please put it down for me. Righteousness was accredited to him because of his faith in God. And so Paul making an argument after to the Romans, the Christians gathered in Rome. He told them that there are some Jews who have become Christians and are trying to let you obey the laws of Moses. And he's telling, he asked them a question. That our father Abraham, did he get the blessings from God by faith or by works? As in works concerning the law. Then Paul answered himself and said, definitely not. And then he gives certain examples of how Abraham hoped and had faith in God. And that faith was accredited to him for righteousness. Now, the man of faith, Every territory he entered in his journey, everywhere, you sit down right now, okay? Everywhere he entered, the first thing he did when he entered a new territory, a new season, was to raise an altar and make a sacrifice. That is very instructive for the life of faith. What is an altar? An altar is a platform, okay, where divinity meets humanity. It is a place where It's like a portal. Let me use. Your soul is a portal. Your soul is the bridge between the spirit and the flesh. Your soul is the embodiment of your mind, your emotions, and your will. 
Okay? It is the bridge. When you dream, when you dream, your spirit is capturing things. And then the information is captured by your soul. Okay? And then your soul relates to it to your mind. So that when you wake up, you're able to tell it. When somebody tells you something in a dream, how is it that you woke up and you remember what the person said? It is because your soul was able to capture it. All right? When God speaks, most of you want to hear God's voice here. No, you will never hear. It happens. Yes, you can hear God's voice here. But God mostly speaks to you, your spirit. You live. You are spirit. You live in this body. Okay? And this body is controlled by what goes on in your soul. Okay? So, when your soul is transformed, your life will be truly transformed because you will live a life that is full of the information of the spirit. But if your soul is not transformed, when we say people are soulish, in other words, what their emotions, what their will, what their mind dictates is what they do. That when you're calling somebody emotional, you are saying, telling the person that the person is just judged or ruled by the, the feelings of the emotions and not by the spirit. Do you understand me? You are spirit trying to have a human experience. Say, I am a spirit having a human encounter. You are not flesh trying to have a spiritual encounter. Do you understand me? You are spirit according to Christ Jesus. That which is born of the flesh is that which is born of the flesh is it's in your Bible. Have you read it before? Who has read it before? Lift up your hand. Christ apostolic. How many of you go for Bible study, come for Bible studies? Jesus Christ of Ashesi. Hey! If you have been to Bible studies before in this school, lift up your hand. It doesn't matter whether it's KCF, uh, whichever church. Lift up your hand, let me see. Angel Gabriel of Brekusu. What do you do with your time? Hey. How many of you want God to reveal his power and glory? When you are walking, dead people are coming back to life. When you say in the name of Jesus, you are seeing visions, you are... How many? Let me lift up your hands. Lift up your hands, let me see. Don't be fake. With this life, do you have a boyfriend? 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 Please come and suck all these fake girls from here. <laughs> Hallelujah. Close your eyes. Sit down and close your eyes. Where are the rest of your people? They are late. Close your eyes. Hold the one person's hand. Only one person. Don't do a long chain. Just one person. Get somebody by you. Hold the person's hand. If you don't have somebody, you, you don't have, like, hold hands. Uh-huh. Hold hands. 
Hold hands. Hold hands. Don't do a chain of three. Just two, 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 two. If you don't have somebody, get up. Look for somebody who have somebody and hold the person's hand. No, don't do a chain of three. Just two, two. Look for somebody. Look for somebody. You, you don't have somebody. She's too shy. Look, get up. Hold hands. There are practices I don't want you to lose. I want you to imbibe. I don't care the church you attend. In heaven, we will not be put into denominations of churches. Do you understand me? We are children of God. Do you understand? Uh-huh. You are all HSC students. It doesn't matter whether you attended Wegehe, uh, Ebugis, Presec, mention them. At this school, it doesn't matter. You are all students. Is that not so? Uh-huh. When we gather here, we are children, God's children. God doesn't have grandchildren. Do you understand me? If you call me Papa, it doesn't mean that God is there for your grandfather. Do you understand me? You have equal access to God. As I do, as the biggest pastor you know does, you have equal access. When God comes to you, God will say, my great-granddaughter. Do you understand me? Mm-hmm. Now, with that mindset, you are going to pray for your brother or your sister whose hand you are holding. You are going to pray. I want you to pray from the depths of your heart and say, Lord, visit his home. Visit her home. Protect mother, protect father. Protect siblings. Lord, let not the enemy exact upon this family. As my brother is in this school studying, let there be no call of bad news. Do you understand me? Pray for your brother. Don't pray for yourself. Pray. Pray out of love. Pray out of faith. Pray out of sincerity. Pray. I like the fact that you are speaking in tongues, but don't just speak in tongues. Pray in the understanding too. Pray in the understanding. Speak in tongues, but pray in the understanding. Father, in the name of Jesus, I plead by the blood. I plead by the blood. Visit and protect my brother's family, my sister's family. In the name of Jesus, let any hand of the enemy that causes trouble be crushed in the name of Jesus. Any manifestation of the works of the enemy to steal, to kill, and to destroy any power, any thief that comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy in this family. Lord, we intervene by your right hand. In the name of Jesus, let not the enemy have an upper hand. Jesus, for this purpose you were made manifest that you might destroy the works of the enemy. Let the works of death be destroyed. Let the works of financial hardship be destroyed. Let the works of accident be destroyed. Let the works of sicknesses and diseases be destroyed. Let the works of family frustrations, business frustrations be destroyed. Let the works of the enemy 
be arrested and be destroyed in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus let not the enemy have his way Lord we plead Lord we plead in the name of Jesus let the blood of Jesus that speaks better things that speaks better things uh, than the blood of Abel. Move into my fam- my brother's family. Move into the family of my sister, whose hand that I'm holding right now, in the name of Jesus, and let the works of the enemy be destroyed, be destroyed, be destroyed. Let the blood uh, neutralize every handwriting that is contrary to their lives, to their destinies. Lift up your voice. Pray for your brother. Secure their destinies. Oh, lift up your voice. I know some of you, the churches you attend, you pray quietly. But I also know that if if Jesus prayed quietly, the, the, the writers of the Bible will not have heard what he said for them to record to us. If he prayed it in his mind, they will not, it means that the Bible says, in the days of his flesh, he offered up prayers with loud cries. He with loud cries unto him that is able to save from death. If Jesus prayed with a loud voice, child of God, he is the author and perfecter of our faith. Lift up your voice and pray. Break the authority of the enemy. We capture powers. We bind the enemy. We bind the enemy. We stop the hand of darkness. We destroy the enchantment. Every curse, every enchantment of premature death, of sicknesses in families. We break. 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 Jesus Lord, we plead the blood, we plead the covenant of the blood, we plead the covenant of your name, I plead the covenant of your right hand upon your people and on their family members, their fathers, their mothers, their siblings, I ask for protection, I ask for preservation, I ask Lord. Last prayer. Yes, Lord. Jabez prayed and said, Lord, that you will bless me indeed. Yes, Lord. And deliver me from evil. Yes, 
that it might not harm me. Deliver me from what? Evil. That it might not harm me. Deliver me from evil. evil. That it might not harm me. When Jesus was teaching us how to pray, one of the thematic things he said, he said, when you pray, say, Father, lead us not into temptation and deliver us from evil. And deliver us from evil. And deliver us from evil. You are praying for your brother. You are praying for your sister. Lord, bless my brother. Bless my sister. And deliver him and his family from evil. Whatever heaven sees as evil, Jesus. let not my sister go through. Amen. Let not his mother, her, her mother go through. Amen. Let not her father go through. Yes, Lord. Let not her siblings go through. Amen. Whatever is called evil. Yes, Lord. From now to the end of the year and beyond, let the covering of the blood be strong. Amen. Let the name of the Lord, which is a strong tower, be open for my brother, yes, my sister, Lord. and their family members. Amen. Deliver them from Amen. evil, oh Lord. Lift up your voice. Deliver my friend from evil. Deliver my sister from evil. Deliver my family from evil. Deliver them from the evil. Every evil of death. Every evil of poverty. Every evil of abuse. Every Deliver them, Lord, from evil. 
Let us speak in blood, let the blood leap a car of her, deliver a car of her, a party a part of the Sabbatha, a part of the better pay, a better pay, a better pay, a better pay, a better pay, Now you are praying finally for your friend. According to 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 12. Put it there for me. 2 Timothy 1, 12. Everybody read. New King James. Everybody read. One go. For this reason, I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed. For I Media, know have you seen what people are doing? Have you seen what they are doing? Like, yeah, that's punishment. Put it in front of them, not behind them. Okay. Let's go. For this reason, I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and I am persuaded that he is able to keep what I have committed to him until that day. Do you know who you have believed? Whom have you believed? Paul said he is persuaded that the one he believes in is able to keep anything he commits unto him until any day of evil or the day of redemption I want you to pray for your brother and say father I believe you are a keeper according to Psalm 16 verse 5 the Lord is the portion of my inheritance he maintains my Lord put it there Psalm 16 verse 5 Psalm 16 verse 5 everybody want to go oh Lord you are the portion of my inheritance and my cup, you maintain my lot. You maintain my lot. Do you have any other versions apart from the Kudovis? You maintain my lot. You guard all that is mine. You guard all that is mine. Father, I commit my brother to you this semester. Bless and keep him. Bless and keep him. Protect what you have given to him. Protect good health. Sound mind. Ability to excel. Protect the peace you have given to my brother. This semester, may we all excel. May we all do what? 
Father, every wisdom, every idea I've given to my brother, my sister, Lord, protect it. Protect the good health. Protect the peace. Protect the joy. Hallelujah. Is it a good prayer? Can you pray it out of love? Will you pray it out of love? When you pray for somebody, you can't gossip about the person. Do you know that? When you pray for somebody, you can't hate the person. When you pray for somebody, you can't backbite against the same person. Because this kingdom, our culture is love. I pray for you. You pray for me. I love you. I need you to be. With words from my mouth, I I need you to survive. Start again. I pray for you. You pray for me. I love. I need you to survive. I won't harm you. With words from my mouth, I love you. I need you to survive. Some of you, this is the first time you are hearing the song. Eh? The way you are quite looking at me. Look at the words. Learn it. When you pray for somebody, you will not harm the person with words from your mouth. Some of you don't know the effect of speaking against somebody until it is done to you. It is a canker in God's kingdom. So even in the Old Testament tongue, one of the laws God gave them, he said, don't go about being a tale bearer. Proverbs says, don't, do not speak against your brother who dwells safely with you. Don't. Don't. When you have an opportunity to destroy somebody, to criticize deconstructively, learn to shut up. Learn to forbid yourself. Because Jesus says, when you do that, a gate will be open. People will put you on the board and chop you in pieces. Like the same way you did to somebody. May, may the body of Christ be rid of this canker. Rather than insult, criticize, pull people down, learn to pray. Father, I'm seeing that this my brother has this weakness. I'm seeing that this my sister. Lord, I pray, cover him where he is weak. Deliver him from evil. Father, I see that this my sister, she wears only one dress to church. She does what she wants. Instead of being, hey, this girl, Charlie, she's a sapphire. Then you are laughing. No. Why don't you pray for the person and be a blessing? The last time I came here, I told you, be, don't be the reason why somebody will cry. Be the reason, become the helper of somebody's joy. Be the reason why somebody who doesn't know you have probably never said hi to you will say thank you. Yesterday I was at Obuase. To witness a wedding of somebody who met me not too long ago. When she saw me, she started crying, sir, at his own wedding. She cried, sir. In shock that I came. And I gave him a small gift. He was happy. And the one who raised him didn't go. 
the one who raised him didn't go. And he was, he was so excited. And he was about to complain. Eh, this man didn't come. I said, no, 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 no. Don't make it an issue. You don't know why he couldn't make it. Pray for him. When you are, when you are done with your honeymoon, call him and say, oh, Papa, eh, the wedding went well. Don't, don't insult him because he didn't come for your wedding. Because one day you to become Papa. And you may not be able to show up for somebody. Maybe with good intentions. Even if it is bad intentions. You, would you want your son you have raised to be insulting you? I want you to pray for your brother. I want you to pray out of love. Do you understand me? Prayer made in love receives answers. When we quote the scripture, the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth man. Have you noticed the words in that statement? The effectual fervent prayers. Of the, what makes your prayer effectual is that it is full of love and full of the word. When we say full of the word, it's not just have your ability to quote the word. The fact that you are living the word. The word you are living. If you are quoting the scripture, but your life is tangential to the word, there is no power. Because Satan can quote scriptures. Didn't you see him quote scriptures to Jesus? That's why we pray. We do all the prayer. Ah, but there is no power in this generation. Because our heart, we laugh at, we laugh. Oh, Charlie, bro, what's up? You are, you are laughing, but you just went to insult him and then you are coming to laugh with him. Tell your brother, these things ought not to be so. Do you hear me? You see your brother is suffering in an academic way. Instead of laughing at this guy, Charlie, he had died. Why don't you resurrect his head that is dead? With your prayer and then with, oh, Charlie, make we do group studies. Make I help you. How do you think like life would be like if we decided to help each other? That is the meaning of the words of the song. I pray for you. You pray for me. I love you. I will not harm you with words from my mouth. It's not just when I'm standing in front of you insulting you, Keke. The words that hurt most is words that we heard said about us behind our back. Is that not so? If it is done to you, you will not like it. So why do you do it to somebody? Ask your neighbor, why do you do that? And take an answer. Take an answer. Don't stop pretending as if you don't do it. Uh, take an answer. Tell your neighbor why you've been doing it. Today we have to solve that problem. You are not telling her why you do that. Tell her why you do that. You to tell him. Why are you looking at your watch and your phone? Tell him why you also do that. Shy. Mm. I am troublesome. Eh? I like to touch areas that should be left. I should let sleeping dogs lie. Eh? When sleeping dogs lie and they get hungry, they wake up and they bite people. So if we don't want the dog to be there, let's kick the dog out. Okay. Tell your neighbor, learn to be lovely. See how beautiful you are. Tell your brother. 
be lovely like the way you look. Because I don't suspect you with bad things. I know you, you suspect yourself. But me, I don't suspect you. So be lovely. Praise the Lord. Pray for your brother right now. Lord, maintain his lot. Bless him for me. Make him great. Help him to excel. This semester, no frustration. Spiritually, financially, academically, health-wise, Jesus name. Father, let the atmosphere around everyone represented here be the atmosphere of divine preservation, love, success and progress. You have redeemed everyone here unto yourself that they may manifest your glorious praises of your grace. I ask that no one here will sorrow our sister who lost her dad last night. Lord, visit their family. Comfort them. And Lord, take away the pain. Take away the pain. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Clap for yourself. You've done well. Does it feel nice to pray for your brother? Does it feel nice? Uh, when you practice it, you become very powerful. When you practice it on your own, in your bedroom, you start seeing visions. The best way to start seeing visions and hearing from God is to pray for people. Yeah. If you like spend one hour every night praying for people, just for one week, you start seeing visions. Easy. If you like spend one month praying for yourself consistently, you will see boy. Ask your neighbor, do you know Boeing? <laughs> Hallelujah. I bring you greetings from Zion Impact Ministries. And I have two assignments this morning to do a handing over ceremony from the old executive leadership of the ministry to the new ones. Okay. But before that, let's conclude on last week's message and then we do that. All the outgoing executives, can you rise? See your feet. Let's see you. Let's acknowledge you. 
Wow. Tell you guys, you did for me. You did for me. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. 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 God bless you. Please sit down. How does he feel like to not be coming for lectures? It's amazing. Have you graduated? You see these people you served. If you served them well and you made them your friend, let me tell you, some of these lifelong part it will last for a lifetime. Do you know that? When you impact, there is a man who on the University of Ghana campus, I think his name is, they call him Mr. Wu. Mr. Wu or something. He does food. Mr. Wu, yeah. Your best friend there. Eh? When we were at Omega East Airport, I was there when he came. I think he came, his friend is the CEO, Baba Tuniampa. So he came. And then I was coming from my office. When he saw me, then he shouted, Hey, spirit! I said, You look very familiar. I said, Master, stop that. Then he started, Hey! This man helped me when I was a student on Nashasi campus. He transferred from US to and I think I was about to graduate and he wasn't seeing top. So I blessed him both spiritually and academically. And he was so blessed. He was singing my praise in the entire office. He was just screaming my name. When you bless people genuinely, they don't forget. Because kindness is a universal language. It has a transgenerational impact. That same guy, Babatuniampa, uh, his father, he went somewhere, he gathered his dresses, he saw a new laundry business near his house, so he went there. He had been there for a long time, but he had moved to that neighborhood fresh. As soon as the owner saw him, the owners bowed down. I said, sir, welcome. This company belongs to you. Anytime. You, we won't charge you. You want his employees. Don't, you can't charge this man. He's the owner of this company. And my friend, Baba Tony was like, bro, this is the first time I'm seeing you. What's your problem? Then he knelt down. He said, your father set me up. Your late father. I was a truck pusher on the streets. Your father saw me. And help me and gave me money to set up this. I told him what I want to do. And he gave me the full amount. Your father, who died. He sets me up. This place is yours. Where, where anytime, bring your stuff. It's free. Kindness is transgenerational. It has transgenerational impact. Do you understand me? Don't be mean on campus. Maybe you are being mean to the next president of Ghana. Maybe you are being mean to the next Bill Gates of Ghana. And I'm not just talking in terms of the wealth. I'm talking in terms of the company, Microsoft. 
Maybe you are talking to the next great business mogul. You have no idea. Maybe you are talking to, you are being mean to your change agent. Do you think that if Mr. Potiphar knew that Joseph was going to become prime minister, he would have put him in prison? Life has a way of people. There are some of you like that. When I stretch my hand to shake you, you give me the tip of your fingers to shake. If I say give me five, then you look at me to check the kind of food I eat before you. Yeah, there are some of you like that. Some of you think your father's money is your own, so you are as rich as your father. So you, you look down on people. Don't do that. Tell your neighbor, don't do that. Be nice. Be friendly. Tell your neighbor, be friendly. Proverbs, is it 18, 24? It says, he who has a friend must show himself friendly. I don't care whether you're introvert, extrovert, whatever. Be friendly. And they put it there. A man that has friends must show himself friendly. Show yourself what? I'm saying show yourself and you are still looking at your phone and you're not looking at me, self. You're not looking at your brother. Look at your brother right now. Touch your brother's nose. Are you afraid of her nose? I said touch your brother's nose. Papa Roli. Then your people say, we shall disobey you in this one. <laughs> hey. Ten, ten, look at the person. Ten. See, you think I'm not preaching. You think I'm wild and away time. I am trying to break something in your mind. And, and, and you are students here. You are all students here. And you have come to God's presence. Look at the kind of tension that exists, the shyness that exists. And, and you see some of you sitting by the side of opposite sex. It's because Hollywood has defined. You see how you put, two of you have put your hand around each other. Everybody do some, let me see. Do some, let's hurry up and go home. Everybody do some. Everybody do some. Everybody do some. Do some. The two of you, are, are you fighting? Is there a fight? Did you insult each other? Did he steal your the 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 
fry fish on your kinky. Put you Hey, Master, where is your... Go and look for some. Leave Papa Roli alone. Go and look for some. Hey, hey, Kevin, come and sit here. Put your hand there. Don't remove your hand. No. Go and look for some. Go and look for some. Where is Jesse? Hey, get up. Come here. Come, 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 come here. Get up. Do you know what happens? Ghanaians behave like this. And when they go to U.S. and the white people, they realize, the white people make them realize that they are blacks for the first time. Now, every, every black person they see, oh, Taleminia. All of a sudden, when they, especially when you, you, they speak the same language, you see accounts who don't like Evers. Once you are from Ghana, oh, Taleminia. Meanwhile, when you were in Ghana, I worked in a bank. I was put into a branch. The branch manager didn't know me. He had favorites, so he more treated me big time. I didn't say anything. And then he was transferred to another branch. And then Naomi, one of my uh, church members, gave him a word about his marriage. He was going through some serious problems. Naomi prophesied, accurate. I was like, wish. Can you help me? How are you able to hear God's voice and how are you able to say? I said, ah, but you were with Kingsley. He said, which King? He said, Jacobson. He said, what has that guy done? He said, you don't know him. You don't know him. Then he said, he just prayed for me once and I could hear God's voice. He said, eh? So after that he came. He even came for some of our Wednesday Saturday teaching services. All of a sudden, he wants to be my friend. He did everything. I said, no, you can't be my friend. He said, why? From 2011 up to now, he keeps sending me messages. I said, you missed your chance. If you want to respect me only because you have discovered what I have, you are a fake person. My mantra in life, if I see you, you are a child of God. I have utmost honor for you. I don't care how you dress, how you look like. I don't want to know your debility. I explain it to the non Ghanaian speaker. Before I will honor you. No. Somebody say, ah. Uh, even the Ghanaians don't understand what debility is. I don't want to know your status in life. A man's life does not consist. Let me rephrase. A woman's life does not consist of the and the pawns on the face. Why? I shouldn't say that. A woman's life can, does not consist on the. It's all packaging. What is here is who you are. Your value. 
Do you understand? We are all children of God. I want to break, I want to imbibe you with this mindset. Okay? The too known is too much. It's too much. If we can't love each other here, where else? You want to see the person when you travel to UK. Ask your people who are there. When they get there for the, you, do you know you are black? Do you think about it? When you get there, or you went there. Where did you go? Which country did you go? Where did you go? UK. Did you feel that you are black for the first time? You were looking for the next Ghanaian to associate with. Were you made to feel like that? No. Ask the people who are going to school, who have started school, and those who are working. Every day, they are sending me messages. When I go into the international platform, they are crying. Your sister, when she came, she was complaining to me. How they make her feel. One time she had to blurt out to her line manager. I said, I won't take this anymore. It's not because I'm an African. You cannot treat me like this. They see you as a second-hand human being. You have no idea. And you are here. You can't love your brother. You think you are super because somebody's eye. You are a monkey. Hmm? So learn to love yourselves. Isn't it annoying? A guy sees a lady. Oh, me bruni, my white girl. Is that not? That is a language. That is a language. That's a, that's the language. That's the meaning. You, you've depraved your own mindset that the one you love, you see the person in white skin. Me bruni. May God deliver that mind. Let's finish our scripture. We were, somebody was reading for me. Which, which chapter, which verse? Let's go. Hey, you were reading. Which chapter did you get to? I told you that when, when I come, we'll start from... Is that not the last thing I said? You think I have forgotten? Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 1. Hmm. This, uh, this know also that in the last days... So if you put the TV, where is the fan? Next week, put the TV here. Finance, why are I finance people? Your final day at work. Where is your fan? <laughs> Carla, you are the head. Where is the <laughs> where is the fan? The place is hot, though, or you are not feeling hot there. And, and then they have made them to wear suits. They are oh black on top. Oh. <laughs> 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 
please get some fun, okay? And please keep these things well. Oh, when you close, find a place so that it doesn't get spot. All right. All right. Okay, so let's go. Quickly, we are reading a scripture. One go. Second Timothy chapter 3 from verse 1. But know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boosters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiven, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, despises of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying his power and, and from okay. such time. That's fine. Hallelujah. Last week, I started speaking to you about exercising yourself unto godliness. Did I define godliness to you? What did I say godliness is? Hey, I'm hearing different things. Okay, so I'm going to read through some few things. For those of you who are not here, just pick it up. Quick summary. Two minutes. Godliness is a lifestyle that is aligned to and consistent with the word and nature of God. In other words, if you say you are godly, it means that your character is governed by what God's word is saying. If you say you are godly, your character, your attitude, your daily lifestyle is consistent with the nature of God. We'll come to the nature of God very soon. All right. In other words, you can't say that because I'm come to, I come to church and they see me in nice church clothing every Sunday, I am godly. That's not what makes you godly. What makes you godly is who you are inside and the, and the light that portrays from who you are. Do you understand me? Um, somebody came to my office, student, he was a student, okay? When he sat down in front of me, then the, he, was, he wanted me to be part of a certain program he was doing. And then the Lord told me that, tell him that he should take key to the council that uh, Reverend uh, Pastor Ota, Dr. Mensah Otabel has given him and the council that Archbishop Don Kawinas has given him. I said, Father, what, which one council is that one? Then the Lord told me. I said, what did, I asked him, what did Dr. Mensah Otabel t- tell you? Then he started smiling. He said, I should stop my wayward life. I said, take that counsel, because you smoke, you drink. How many girlfriends do you have? Then he started laughing. I don't have time. How many girlfriends do you have? He started laughing. Then I said, I'm seeing 11. You that you are laughing, I've not come to your own. So allow me to preach and let's go. I'm just giving you an example of what I'm talking about so that we'll go. Our gathering here is not for me to just come and shout and give you scriptures and say, oh, tell you the man of God is powerful. No. Our gathering here is to make sure that the word of God will polish you. Jesus said, you are clean because of my words you have heard. So the word of God, when it comes, it cleanses your mind and gives you a better perspective to a daily living. Young people, okay, 
God's word must empower you. He said, I commend you to, uh, to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you. When something is being built up, it means that the person is transforming from one level of uh, to the next until the full form is seen. And then its functionality will be seen as being valuable and profitable. Is that not so? In the same way, the word of God must build your life. You cannot be reading God's word and remain the same. To go and tell a certain girl, guy that love me the way I am. No. The way you are is foolishness. And you must be transformed into good. Do you understand me? You can't tell the girl that love me the way I am. No. The way you are right now, even you, you don't like you. Even you, if you met you, have you met you before? Uh-huh. So, the word of God must transform all of us. So, he says, do not be conformed to the standards of this world. Romans 12, right? But what? Be transformed. So, we are all on the journey of transformation. Say, I am under construction. And the builder is Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So, he is perfecting himself in you. He is forming you until Christ is formed in you. The Holy Spirit is forming you until Christ is fully formed in you. Until you demonstrate his character. Do you understand? So I told this gentleman that, look, Master, quit all these girls. The 11th one, you just found her. You just found her. All the other 10, they think that they are the only, they are the main, but they, are, they, they just come to warm your bed. They, they don't laugh. The things that you people do on campus here. Your father doesn't know that you are being pressed. Your father doesn't know. Your mother doesn't know. Your father thinks that you are engine, you are learning engineering. Meanwhile, it's your body that is being engineered. You don't, don't, don't let me go there this morning. Don't don't provoke me this morning. Don't provoke me this morning. Don't provoke me this morning. So allow me to give my example. Shush, 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 so then we go. Just say amen. Hallelujah, amen. That's all. Don't be saying any other thing. Don't be saying what? Any other thing. Hallelujah. It is my prayer that God will make you powerful. It is my prayer that God's righteousness will rest on you. It is my prayer that five years from today, seven years from today, when I see you, my God, my God, you are blessed, you are holy, you are prospering. Hallelujah. Those who must marry would have married and their marriage is doing well. Erica, sit down. Hallelujah. It is my prayer for you. That some company, when I enter a company, your, your faith picture is there. Best worker. Most valuable worker. Not just in picture, but in the reward too. They are adding their bonuses. Your yearly bonus, one million dollars. Cool. I want to see the next dream over. Dream over big guys. They were all in case here. They were all members. How many of you know dream over? They were all here. Their current CEO, uh, Claude Hatchford. Claude, I was preaching like this in KCF, Laboni. I was preaching. When Claude came to lie down, I've given my life to Christ. Do you know why? Because he dared me. He dared me. 
when he was in second year, I was called Spirit on campus. Say, Spirit, I will make you drink gin and lime. I said, Hey, how dare you? Before I graduate, you you will give your life to Christ, and I will not be the one to say say after me. You will give your life to Christ. One week, one week, one week. I was ministering. He was driving to a coffee shop to go and drink when the Holy Spirit arrested him on the road. He parked his car and and lay, lay flat on the middle of the road. When the Holy Spirit released him, he rushed to the service gave his life to Christ. Henry Sampson was the first music director of KCF. They were all here. They were all in KCF. I want to see the next dream move out. That is my prayer for you people. There is grace on you. When there was ministry, I saw bricks falling on people. God said, as long as this ministry remains, every badge, I will give them wisdom to be leaders. Knowledge. I'll give them access. It's a grace that's hanging on you. Do you understand me? So when I'm preaching about, when I come here and I preach a certain way, it's not because I want to bring, no, my issue is not to bring out your foolishness. My issue is to wash them away and to make you discover who you are. Don't look down on yourself because of your present circumstance. Do you hear me? God is in the habit of taking what people look down on and turning it into glorious vessels. You are next in line. You are next in line. Every grace, every wisdom on you is coming alive. Say amen. Alright? So I spoke to this gentleman. And then he, he leaned back in the chair and said, I'm also, how do you know these things? I said, the God that you are running away from. You, you have an organization, I don't want to mention the name. And you, you want to portray a certain life on the, on the stage. But your secret life is nothing like what you want to portray. That is not godliness. You cannot praise God with your mouth and your heart is far away from him. So if you are godly, it is 24-7. In public and in secret. Some of you, you will wear insufficient dresses to certain parties. Wear certain music. Nebuchadnezzar said, when you hear the sound of many music, bow down. That same demonic system is still working. And this time, you are not even in Babylon. No. You are in your father's house, the land of freedom. And yet, the sound of many music inspired by demonic forces. Have you noticed that those musicians you follow now, they are, they are very bold in portraying Satan on their stages. They have been telling you, they want to bring to the fore what they have been hiding, where you have been consuming from. When we tell you, stop it, you think we hate you. No, we want to protect your destiny. If you are godly, then it means that you are where God is. What God is not in, you are not in. You love. That's why we sing the tree song. And last week, I gave you Avalon song. I don't want to go somewhere where you are not there. If you are godly, 
your mind is stayed on God's word. Because God's word will empower you and will come there right now. So, godliness is a lifestyle. It's not just a confession. It's a what? It's a lifestyle. Influenced by the word of the king. Influenced by the king. His will. His purpose is your life. If God is not inside, I'm not doing it. God hates gossip, I'm not gossiping. God hates anger, I'm going to control my temper. God hates cheating, I'm not going to wait for honor code. I have a superior honor code. I thought I would hear more amen. Don't need Ashesi's honor code to be honorable. Don't behave like our politicians who are called honorable, but nothing is honorable about their conduct. Go to every African country, aside the color of their commercial vehicles. The underdevelopment is the same. Cities are somewhat developed. Hinterlands is useless and motorable roads, and yet the police have been stationed to check whether your car is roadworthy. Is the road car worthy? And we have politicians who drive V8. Do you know the price of one V8? Land Cruiser. It can do so much. And they have three packed at home. And when they finish, they want extra share. May God raise politicians here. Godly politicians. Godly leaders. Godly leaders. Let Ashesi's vision manifest through you. Ethical entrepreneurs. Ethical solutionists. Godly solutionists. For Africa. That is what God is imbibing in you. And you must walk in that grace. You must do what? And I confer that unction on you. May the angels of your destiny never leave you until you have manifested this great grace upon, of, on your life. Hallelujah. Therefore, when you sit in a lecture hall, don't sit aloof. See your presence in the lecture hall as a destiny assignment that God has a vested interested interest in. Do you understand me? I told you last week, when we say you are in ministry, it's not because you are holding microphone. Microphone does not give you ministry. The station of life that God puts you in is your ministry. And currently you are a student. Minister as a student. And the word ministry means service. Serve. Serve God. By being having a godly mind and displaying it. Praise the Lord. Are you here with me? Time is running. The five minutes uh, summary is becoming one hour. Godliness is the quality of practice of conforming to the laws and wishes of God. To be wise is to live in godliness, reflecting the nature of the kingdom of God in the course of everyday life. Are you recording this? Mm, okay, so you can go and listen to it so that I run fast. Okay. Some of you, you don't listen to messages preached. Just like you don't like to revise your notes after lectures. Some 
you after lectures, you don't go and solve questions. How do you expect to pass when the exams come? Some of you, how do you expect to revise one week and remember all that was taught to you in four months and pass? Wise people know that these brains cannot keep things forever until the thing is bent into your emotions. The things you remember are things that are recorded in your emotions. Have you realized? That's why you still remember your broken heart from primary school, but you don't remember what the primary school math teacher taught you. You remember the promise your first boyfriend made you, but you don't remember the first words your lecturer said when you got to Ashesi. Do you remember? You don't like my words, eh? Go and listen to the messages. How many of you will listen? From last week to this, you will listen. Media, make it available to them. Okay. Do you have a portal or something uh, that is there? How many of you have gone to listen to messages that Reverend Roland preached before? All the people who say, oh, Papa Rolly, I miss you. They don't listen to your messages, so. Open, oh, You there for him. I like that. Godliness is being practically faithful to your calling by walking in the good works for which you were saved. Ephesians 2, verse 10. But you don't have a Bible. Are you writing some notes? What's your name? Nanasa. Nanasa, I like people. Uh, write something down, okay? So that you can keep something in your heart. It will help you, okay? Because I was going to prophesy to you, but because you're not writing anything, I've swallowed the word. Godliness is the act of delib. I mean it too. I'm not joking. Godliness is the act of deliberately walking in the ways and counsel of God, sponsored by the grace and power of the Holy Spirit. Godliness is the act of deliberate, it's a deliberate, conscious, instead of debating on foolish things that will not accrue any benefit to you, you are deliberately doing what? Walking in the ways and in the counsel of God. Sponsored by grace. So it's not a dogmatic, legalistic act. Right? It is rather a life sponsored by grace. And when I say a life sponsored by grace, it's not like going to school and say, oh, grace and mercy has covered. Because grace is a teacher. If you walk under grace and grace is not teaching you, check what you are calling grace. For the grace of God, portals, titles, for the grace of God that, that brings salvation has appeared to all men. Teaching us, Titus 2.11. Teaching us to deny ungodliness and to live soberly. We wait for the appearing of Christ. So grace teaches. Go to verse 12. Uh-huh. Teaching us that deny ungodliness and, and what lies. We should live soberly and righteously in this godly present aid. Looking for the blessed hope or the appearing of Christ. So if you say you are under grace, 
grace will teach you to be godly. Grace, that's what? Because it, it teaches you to deny ungodliness. To be ungodly means you walk contrary to the nature of God. To be ungodly means you are, not, you are without God. To be ungodly means that the, 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 the life of Christ, which you said you have received, is not really made manifest in you. When we say you have eternal life, we are not simply saying you will live forever. We are saying that the life of God is at work in you now. Okay? When he says that the thief, John 10, 10, the thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy, but I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. He's not talking about when you die. Now, you have the life of God at work. Say, I have the life of God at work in me. I have the full life of God at work in me. What we call Zoe, or you people call Zoe. How is it pronounced? So why is that when you name your children, you don't call the child Zoe, you call the child Zoe. Hey, I shall see people. Okay, that is a, the life of God, different and apart from the life of flesh. It is a life that cannot be impacted or dominated by sin and worldly lust. It's a life that is full of power. It's a life that is sponsored by glory and honor. It's a life that is not subservient to the dictates of the things of this world. God has given it to you. And so, grace teaches you to deny ungodliness and to live soberly. Soberly means that your mind is in, in, in tandem with God's word and your mind gives you the grace to be able to control yourself. The, the processing of your mind is not logical. The processing of your mind is by faith. Hebrews 11, by faith we understand. By faith we understand. The man that lives by faith is a godly man because it's the, 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 the cogitations of his mind is sponsored by what God's word is saying. Not by physical, empirical interactions. Are you here with me? Do you understand what I'm saying? Some of you, your life is full of seeing is believing. Some of you, you've adapted Machiavelli, the end justifies the means. In this kingdom, the means justifies the end. When you go to John 10, Jesus says, I am the doorway to the sheep. Anyone who does not come through me is a thief. So how you came in matters. It's not that I am in, so all that matters that I pass. No. Ashesi is also teaching you that how you pass the exams matters. That's why they have honor code. It's not just about I'm passing. How did you pass? Did you pass by cheating or you pass by the right way? In the kingdom of God, the same way. The end does not justify any means. It is the means, the processing that justifies the end. So if you are, if you walk under grace, grace will teach you to deny ungodliness and worldly lust. If you walk under grace, and your life is not showing the fact that grace teaches you to deny, and rather grace, your your grace makes you to go and fool, and then you just say, "Oh, grace and mercy, grace is covering me." Then check the grace. You will be surprised that on the rapture day you will jump. May you be spared that. Hallelujah. 
So we are not joking. I don't care what church you attend. We are not joking. Say, I'm not joking. Are you here? So if you are here, you realize there's a certain life of anger. Unruly. You are disobedient. Nobody can correct you. We read. 1 Timothy chapter 3. He said, perilous times will come. And why? He said, because men will be lovers of themselves. You prefer your own way than the way of God. You are the reason why the world is becoming perilous. You are the reason why there is hardship. They say they have a form. A form is a structure. It's an outline. But what sustains it is not there. So your skeleton is a form. Right? It's an outline upon which your muscles and your sinews and all the systems of the human body is. And then the power of life from the breath of God spawns that is. Because bones, your skeleton on its own cannot give life. God says there are people who have a form. They have the skeleton of, of, righteous, uh, of godliness. But they don't have the power of it. I say from search, turn away because they are not Christians. They are fake. And I pray for you that your life will not just have a form that you are a child of God. There are many of you, you cannot stand your ground against an atheist. There are many of you, if you met a true atheist, you become an atheist today. There's a company in Ghana. Ashesi students used to go, do a lot of internships there. And every one Ashesi person that I knew, including KCF members, torn KCF members, who, who went there to do internship came back atheists. I don't want to mention the name of the company. Because when you go, they will deliberately come at you. The first insult is that Christians are dazed. They don't know anything. And it's true. The average Christian does not know his Bible. The average Christian knows nothing. The average Christian is into astrology. You, 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 your, your life is determined whether Capricorn what are the other words? Scorpio, like you are, you have cancer. You have, you, you are suffering from cancer. A scorpion has beaten you. Your life is dictated by the cosmos. Your life is dictated to you by the Pleiades. Are you serious? You were created to rule. Over everything in the air, and you rather you are a servant. I, I am a cap. What's it? Capricorn in the bay. What? Scorpio. And so that atheist who has read and knows will defeat your mind by the time you see. Most of you cannot stand your ground against a true Muslim. I keep saying, when you see a Muslim has become a child of God, it's not an argument. He met Christ. When you see Christians who become Muslims, it's an argument. They were disappointed. They prayed that maybe somebody should be healed. The person wasn't healed. They are disappointed at God. Christianity is fake. So they, they, they want to go into Islam. Or they pray for a father who was sick and the father died. You, that life you were living, did you trap power to administer life to your father? The life 
You go and dance to this morning. They were mentioning some names. Be. The names were mentioning a car. Tupac. You are dancing. You are in the presence of Tupac. Sean Paul. Eh? Uh, Dr. Dre. Uh, what are the modern ones? Eh? Ashake. Mention them. Stop being holy. Eminem. Burn a boy. Eh? Burn a boy. A, a boy that is burning with hellfire. That is his presence. And, and then all of a sudden when you see trouble, you want. One night I was asleep. I was asleep. Deep in the night. Somebody, one of our church members called me. He said, Apostle, my mother is dying. I said, put the phone on loudspeaker. Let me talk to you. He said, Apostle, he can't talk. For the past three hours, all she's doing, <laughs> I said, she's gone. She's gone. I said, fetch water quickly. He brought the water. I said, lift it up. I started praying, Father, in the, wherever she, her soul is, I locate her. I pull her back into her body. I pull her. I was asleep. When I woke, I woke up. 30 minutes. She started talking. Started talking. Started breathing. Well, if only when I called, I said, I saw myself, I was gone. I was far away. And I heard your voice. And the force pulled me. By the time I saw, I was in my body. You, when you are asleep, I'm not saying this because I'm powerful than you. I told you, we are all God's children. You are not God's granddaughter. If somebody is dying and they call you, will the person live or die? Whose presence do you dwell? We are kept by the power of God. You are kept by Asake. When you wake up, your worship song is Asake. And so, you have made God second. He says, seek first. You have made him second. And you want him to add all other things like power. It's, it's, like, it's like a student who doesn't study. And expect to pass. And when you fail, then you blame your lecturer and God. The lecturer gave me C. He gave you. Gave you. No, the lecturer didn't give you. You took it. With the time, what you did with your time, you were buying C. In fact, you actually bought C. So you are buying foolishness. All the you are drinking all the hard liquor. You are buying. He said, wine dissipates. He said, do not be filled with wine. Wherein there is what dissip. What's the meaning of the word dissipation? Waste. So that alcohol is wasting your life. The power, the grace is wasting it. It's a waster. And you expect that when you pray for your sick mother, he will be healed. He said, you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. The Holy Ghost on you is not just for speaking in tongues. Some of you speak in empty tongues. There is no Holy Ghost. It's just muscle memory repeating words. Because you don't stay with him. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the grace is not with you. 
the love of God. You don't walk in God's love. And the fellowship of the Holy Ghost. You don't walk in a fellowship. You walk in a fellowship of your anger. You walk in a fellowship of your own mindset. Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Your understanding is your pillar. You won't hear any counsel. And you say you are godly. Me, I know I'm transforming with any money. Your own understanding. Me, I am like, you are like that. Become like Christ. Romans 8, 29 to 30. Put it there quickly. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of the Son. Are you being conformed to Christ Jesus? He said he knew you and he predetermined before you were born. God's mind. Last week I even explained it to you. God's mind is that you'll be like Jesus Christ. He predestined you to be conformed, to behave, to speak, to act like his son, Christ Jesus. That he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Then he tells you, moreover, whom he predestined to become like Christ. It is those who have become like Christ. These he calls. So, and you don't get a calling to work with God until he sees that the first thing has been fulfilled. You being conformed to the image of Christ. That is what it means to be godly. To be conformed to the image of Christ. To be conformed. He created us in his image. We lost it. Okay? We lost it when we disobeyed in Adam. Now he's brought us back to that same agenda. So to be godly on campus, to be godly on campus means that you are taking God's word for real. How many of you read your Bible this morning? Those of you who read your Bible, how many of you remember the verses you wrote, you, you, you read? And those of you who remember the verses you read, what are you going to, what, what actionable plans have you written about that word? Do you understand? Look at the formula he gave to Joshua. He said, you will meditate. You will meditate on these words. That is how you keep it. it because meditation it's not a rhyming word. Meditation brings revelation. It is in truth. What you focus on, you are turning it over in your mind, is what will transform you. It will become part of you. Do you understand me? So if you don't read God's word, you will not remember. Some of you meditate on only the words of that your girlfriend told you. When you got the new haircut and your girlfriend told you, you look handsome, you look nice. That's the word that, whilst I'm preaching, my girlfriend says I'm handsome. Uh, my girlfriend says I'm handsome. My girlfriend, you are on it. And so when we close, you, know, you call that girlfriend and go and buy her lunch because your girlfriend said you are handsome. You see, that's what uh, is an also. I'll be able to take care to pay you as a lot. That is what I mean. Some of you are meditating on the insult that your boyfriend told you. That your wig was not nice. You said my wig was not nice. You said my wig was not nice. So she doesn't see me how beautiful. She doesn't see me how beautiful. Of all the things I've been doing for him. Did your father bring pay your school fees to come and dress for your boyfriend? So why are you thinking about what she, he said about your wig? Is there a sense in the wig? Is there, does your wig attract wisdom? 
tell your neighbor, receive sense. Some people are here, when I, they hear that I'm coming here, they will go out, they won't come to. I'm not, I'm not here to denigrate you. I want you to be better. Okay. There's too much power on you. All right. There's too much power on you. I want you to get it better. Let me rush through some few things and then. So I've given you definition. All these I'm saying is just definitions of godliness. I've not started talking about exercising yourself in godliness yet. Write this down. Godliness means you agree and submit to God's ways and that you do not disagree or oppose God in any way. Write it down. Godliness means what? You agree with God's ways. And let me define this agreement. It means that your life, your mindset, your speech is in line with what you agree with. That you don't disagree with. Oh, me, I believe in the Bible, but I disagree with it. Like this pop topic that is coming up. I don't believe that polygamy is for Africans. Uh, uh, monogamy. I think polygamy is not a sin. It's not being preached. It's not being preached. It's not being preached. It started long ago. Like this foolish thing about LGBTQXYZ. Please, let me address it here. It's a demonic thing. There is no scientific basis. Let me tell you, there is no difference between being gay or homosexual from being a, a, a pedophile or from being a porn addict. It's the same demon working different kinds of sexual perversion. It's the same demon. Do you understand me? Now, if you are here, you realize that thing. Uh, shrink or psychologist cannot help you. This depraved life, go to Romans chapter 1. Take your time, read it. You see that God addressed it there. Long ago. Long ago. Okay. The devil is bringing all man and and we have not seen the worst of it too you see the the, the price of, of freedom the purpose of freedom is responsibility if your freedom is not sponsored by god have you seen where that, i read i heard the news if your baby touches you as a mother without your consent the baby has assaulted you that is where they are yeah. People are trying to push the limits of common sense. I will never forget this. 2014. 2014. Saturday, teaching. I was going to do a teaching service in a KCF graduate ministry. I was in a car driving. And the Holy Spirit said, when you go, ask them. And I called one lady to stand in front of them. And I said, how are you? said, I'm fine. I said, are you a boy or you are a girl? I'm a girl. How do you know you are a girl? Everybody was laughing. How do you know you? Because I'm a girl. What makes you think you are a girl? 
my biological setup. Okay. The people who define certain features of biological setup, that told you are a girl. If tomorrow they told you that you may have these features, oh my God. And yet, forget about the features. What you feel is what you are. Will you then still maintain the confession that you are a girl? And this was the answer I got in 2014. At that time, at that time, homosexuality has been done for a long but it was not being portrayed like this. Until 2016, 17, 18, somebody called me. He said, man of God, do you remember? Now it's a thing. Now they don't have just two genders, so your gender is based on and, and it is becoming a thing. People are getting on. He said their pronoun is they. When you were in school, when they said the basic science exams, what did they question did they ask you? How many genders are there? How many possible answers were there? What was the correct answer? Today, that answer is wrong according to them. But Jesus said, in the beginning it was not so. Have you not read that he made them male and female? So, if God says he made you male and female, you agree with it, not but. I agree, but. When you find yourself saying but, it means that you have fallen. You are not in God's family. You agree with God or you don't agree with him. Do you understand me? I want to address this because there are some of you, you, you listen to some people are your role models. From today, break off from them. Make the word of God your role model. Do you hear me? I, I, I don't care what your pastor says. Your pastor will not sit on the judgment seat. Your pastor didn't die for you. Your pastor doesn't love human beings more than God who loved, who so loved the world and sent forth his only begotten son. That pastor telling you that because of grace, God does not look at those things. That pastor didn't go to the cross. That pastor was not the one who gave us Matthew 24. Have you read Matthew 24 before? Put Matthew 24 there. Who has read Matthew 24 before? Yeah. Christ Apostolic of KCF Ministries. So, you, what have you been reading? When you open the Bible, you'll go to Psalm 24. Nice, nice scriptures. Eh? From today, before we are in what, September, we have four months for the end of the year. You are reading the Bible through and through. Okay? Two ways to read the Bible. The first one is a devotional type. You pray, you worship, the Holy Spirit gives you a scripture. You read it, you meditate on it, okay? And you, it's your scripture for the day. You meditate, you imbibe it. A second way, that one, when you're about to sleep, when you're about to sleep, okay? You take, maybe, you, you have a target, five chapters. Read it like a storybook. Just read. Read. When you fall asleep, you fall asleep. You are reading it for information to know what the Bible says. Somebody, fast reader, let's go quickly. Everybody, oh yeah. 
Then Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came up to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said to them, Do you not see all these things? Assuredly, I say to you, not one shall be left here upon another that shall not be thrown down. Now as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us when these things will be, and what will be the sign of your coming, and of the end of the age. And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, saying, Is your pastor deceiving you? Are the superfluous grace preachers deceiving you? Let's go. Saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many, and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars, and see that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines, pestilence, and tremors of the earth in various places. All these are the beginning. Is the beginning of art? Swords. And yet Jesus do not be troubled. So the end is not yet. Is why? So the evangelists here who go and preach, there is war. There's rumors of war. So the end is coming. Jesus said that is not there. It's just one of the signs. It's just the beginning of the pants. That's not the sign. Don't be deceived. Let's go. Then they will deliver you up on tribulation. Uh-huh. They say tea. they will deliver you. You have not suffered persecution. Some of you think persecution is that when you woke up and you wanted five CD from, uh, 100 CDs from your mother and didn't give you his persecution. Or you went to say, come to church, come to KCF, and they say, take your tobacco, give me CF. That's persecution. You make me laugh in capital letters. Let's go. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you. And you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will be offended, will betray one another, and will hate Many will be offended! Many. Many are getting offended at Christianity and at Christians. And many will also do what? Betray one another. (laughs) Is this happening in the church? Does it happen in your church? The church you attend, have you seen some before? KCF, have you been seeing some? Plenty. Uh Jesus told you. That is why I say, make sure you don't fulfill any of these prophecies. When you are backbiting, you are fulfilling one of them. Everybody is always pointing fingers at false prophet, prophet. He didn't just talk about false prophets. He spoke about backbiters. He spoke about offenders. He spoke about betrayers. A friend. You've grown with a person all day one day because of one boy. Then you betray your friend. Your friend came tell that, oh, have you seen this nice brother? He's come to propose to Say, eh, leave him. Look at how he's working. He's not a nice guy. Me, I know him. He's a womanizer. By the time you see the next semester, he's she she's the one dating that young boy. Hasn't this happened on Ashes campus? Hasn't it been happening among people who attend KCF? Making yourself like uh, you don't do something. May God deliver you! May God deliver you! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to be the best when it comes to God and his standards. Amen. I want the angels of God to delight visiting you. The two of you, you'll be great, okay? 
serve God well. Okay, talking about the job. There's so much grace. There's so much grace on you. Do you want to be a pastor? Oh, you are a pastor. Are you a pastor? Are you a, pa- are you a, a, a pastor? You don't want to be a pastor. Will you be a pastor? You know you have a God's call on you. Oh, God is not calling you. Has God called you before? What's your name? Good news. Good news. How beautiful are the feet of them that spread the good news. When you were sleeping, did you hear God say good news? I'm sending you to spread my good news. But do you know you have a call? You know. Who told you? You know. Uh, it's good you know, but start, start because the anointing is smelling on you. Okay, start imbibing yourself. Let's read. Let's hurry up. My time is gone. The many false prophets who rise up and deceive many. Mm-hmm. Let's and go, let's go quickly. And because lawlessness will abound. Because lawlessness, people will live without law. Or people will be breakers of law. Lawlessness will abound. In other words, people who don't have self-moral discipline. Okay. Let's go. The love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the, the love end, of what? Many will grow cold. Other versions say, because sin will abound, the love of many will grow cold. Fake love. Fake love. Fake. Ask your neighbor, what is the state of your love? Has it grown cold or is it hot? Take an answer. Take an answer. Take an answer. Fake love. Cold love is a love that is dependent on what you can do for me, what I can do for you. The day you don't do anything for me, then you are a bad person. And I'll go and insult you to somebody else who has started showing me nice cities. That is fake love. You are, I, I like you until the day I find out that you can't help me anymore. So I am not committed to my friendship with you. I am committed to my need for your help in that relationship. The day I notice that you can't help me again, I start insulting you. I start denigrating you. It's called fake love. Cold love. May you not walk in cold love. It's a, it's a symptom of lawlessness. Let's go. But but he who endures to the end shall be saved. Hmm. I thought when you give your life to Jesus, you have been saved already. Hmm. I thought once saved, forever saved. Hey, not knowing they were lying to you. Not knowing... They are not the standard. No, they didn't write the scriptures. Hey, may you not be surprised on the da- on that day. A lot of people left KCF and Zanipat because they say me, I don't preach that once saved, forever saved. And I preach that people should pray. When you pray, Father, show me mercy. They say, why do you preach about mercy? Many years ago, before this popular man of God, Joshua Seven started coming to preach mercy. I was preaching long ago. People left me. They say, we have received grace. We don't need mercy. <laughs> Some of you, that is the kind of ear itchy messages you like. 
message. You gather for yourself teachers who will tell you what you want to hear because they are, it is message that covers on your foolishness. It does not reveal your sin and wash you from it. It makes you comfortable in your sin. <laughs> the one who died will sit on the judgment day, not as a lamb anymore, this time as a lion. Are you ready to meet your king? When you read 1 Thessalonians 4, 16 to 18, then verse 18, it said, therefore, comfort each other with these words. Most of you, when you hear about the rapture, you are not comforted. You get scared. Do you know why? Thou art not ready. Art thou ready? Shy. Live in daily anticipation. He said, the spirit and the bride says, come, Maranatha. Let's go quickly. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world uh-huh. as a witness to the nations. So, the it is the message of the kingdom of God, like what we've been given. When we talk about the kingdom of God, that is what is, will precipitate the coming of Jesus Christ. Not the rumors of war. So, until your life reveals the kingdom, the end is not coming. You are the reason why Jesus has not come. Yeah, you. Let's go, quickly. Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation, mm. spoken of by Daniel the it's prophet. It's a whole topic on it, so I won't go there yet. Let's go. Standing in the holy place, mm-hmm. whoever reads, let him understand. Mm-hmm. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let's go, let's go. Let's let go. him who is on the housetop not go down to take anything out of his house. Mm-hmm. And let him who is in the field not go back to get his mm-hmm. cloth. But woe to those who are pregnant mm-hmm. and those who are nursing babies in those days. Mm-hmm. And pray that your flight may not be in winter hey. or on the Sabbath. For then there will be great tribulation, mm-hmm. such as had not been since the beginning of the world, mm-hmm. until this time, mm-hmm. nor shall ever be. Let's go. And unless those days were shortened, mm. no flesh will be saved. Mm-hmm. Let's go. But for the elect, for the elect sake. Say, I am the elect of God. And I'm being destined to be saved. Let's go. Quickly. But for the elect's sake, the, those days will be shortened. Mm-hmm. Then if anyone says to you, look, here is the Christ, or there, do not believe it. For false Christ and false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. See, I have told you beforehand. Therefore, if they say to you, look, he is in the desert, do not go out. Or look, he is in the inner rooms, do not believe it. For as the lightning comes from the east and flashes to the west, so also will be the coming of the Son of Man. For wherever the carcass is, there the eagles will be gathered. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from heaven. The powers of the heavens will be shaken. The signs of the Son of Man will appear in heaven. And then all the tribes of the earth will mourn. And they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send his angels at the great sound of a trumpet. And they will gather together from the... Sorry. They will gather together 
from the four winds of the heaven. Which sorry, somebody's head is blocking me there. That's why. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And he will send his angels with great sound of a trumpet, for they will gather together his elect from the four winds, and from one end of heaven to the other. Now learn this parable from the fig tree. When its branch has already become tender and puts forth leaves, you know that the summer is near. So you also, when you see these things, know that it is near. And the doors, assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will remain. But of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my father only, but at the days of Noah were, so also would the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days of before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until that day Noah entered the ark, and did not know until the flood came and took all away. So will be the so will be the coming of the Son of Man. Then two men will be in the field, one will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and the other left. Watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief will come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore, you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Who, is, who then is a, wise, is a faithful and wise servant, whom his master made rule over his household? to give them food in due season. Blessed is that servant, whom his master, when he comes, will find so doing. Assuredly, I say to you, that he will make him ruler over all his goods. But if that evil servant says in his heart, my master is delaying his coming, and begins to beat his fellow servants, and to eat and drink with the drunkards, the master of that servant will come one day, when he is not looking for him, at an hour that he is not aware of, and he will cut him into two, and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Amen. Did you read it? That, that's... Okay, let me not read that. Does this make sense to you? This is Jesus, so the one who died for you. He said there will be what? Weeping. There will be what? He said there are a group of people called hypocrites. Everybody who misbehaves in the kingdom will have their portion with them. Who is a hypocrite? Someone who pretends to be what he is not. Don't pretend to be a child of God. Don't pretend to be godly. Be godly. Exercise yourself to be godly. This is your work this semester. The Father, my life will demonstrate that your governing influence is upon my life. That you influence my mind, my understanding, my behavior, my actions. Do you hear me? The Father, there are desires of the flesh that is ruling me. Lord, I surrender to you. Rescue me from this passion, this worldly lust. Break my heart from those things. Divorce my soul and my desires. Rule over my desires. How can a young man keep his way pure? By taking heed thereto according to your word. Your word have I hidden in my heart that I might not. Therefore, you are going to hide God's word in your heart 
how? By reading and meditating and living it out. Your word have I hidden in my heart. Your word have I hidden in my heart. Your word have I hidden in my heart. How can a young man keep his way pure? By taking heed there too. Lord, I want my life to be pure. My way of life to be pure. Lord God, on my therefore, let your word shine on my path. Why? Because the path of the righteous shines brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. May I walk in the brightness of your word. That is where the power is. That is where the glory is. The word will build you and give you your inheritance. Amongst them, amongst all them that are sanctified, the word that will never give you inheritance if you are a hypocrite and you are not walking among those who are sanctified. To be sanctified simply means to be cleansed, to be set apart. That's where we get holiness from. To be holy means you are you are being separated. It's like when you are going to eat and you wash the plate, you wash the, the spoon. When you wash the spoon, you have set the spoon apart because you don't want germs on the spoon to mix with the food you are going to eat to mess up your body. So when you wash the spoon, you have sanctified the, 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 the spoon. You have set it apart. That's the meaning of the word holy. So when God says be holy, he's, me, he's saying that I've washed you with the blood. You are clean. Remain clean. All, that's all it means. Remain clean. You didn't do it yourself. The blood did it for you. Grace did it for you. But remain. So your works will prove whether you remain clean or not. Do you understand me? So the people who tell you that, oh, works does not matter in the kingdom. Let me tell you, they are, t- they are, they are lying to you. He says, show me your faith. Show me your works and I'll show you your faith. He says, faith without works is dead. We've been created to walk in works of righteousness. Your godliness will be seen in your action. When you are godly, you are merciful. When you are godly, you are prayerful. When you are godly, you are righteous. When you are godly, you are studious. When you are godly, you are humble. When you are godly, you are teachable. When you are godly, you walk in justice. When you are godly, you don't backbite, you don't insult, you don't curse people. When you are godly, you don't go around proposing to five ladies in the ministry. In a week, uh, give me five. When you are godly, you don't have different guys. All of them think they are dating you, but you know that now they are just Mr. Otia, Mr. Mr. Uh, the foolish guy who likes to pay, um, Mr. Pizza. When I am hungry. Shawama guy. What? Hot coffee guy. Uh, Manchis guy. The one who teaches me. My personal TA. Driver. If I, if I call Brother Winston, no, I know wherever I'm going, she will take me there. Stop leading people on. When you are godly, that, all those foolish lies is not part of you. When you are godly, alcoholics will never be your friend. People tell me, but first, there is not a single word that specifically says don't drink alcohol. There is always a caveat. I said, everybody that drinks, when the person comes into my presence, the Holy Spirit tells me, tell this person to stop drinking. I realize that the Holy Spirit will never dwell in you with, with wine. That is why the Bible says, do not be drunk with wine, but before the Holy Spirit. Because it seems as if, it seems as if, 
What wine does to you is what the Holy Spirit does to you. Wine will make you lose your control of your senses and you will act under its impulse. The Holy Spirit wants to be the one who controls your impulse. Have you realized that? Mm -hmm. You are a blessed person. I pray for you that grace will fill your hearts. I pray that God will reveal himself to you. Last night when I came back, I was meditating on what God wants me to tell you. The Lord told me that he wants to open the eyes of many people. This semester, many people will have their spiritual eyes opened. Not just into visions, but to insight as well. Many people lack understanding. Many people lack understanding. God wants to open the eyes of your understanding, give you insight and visions. God wants to speak to you. God wants to open your ear that you will hear his voice, that you will hear the voice of wisdom. I pray for you that you will never make a mistake. Amen. You, ladies, you, I pray for you that you will never accept the proposal of foolish people. Amen. Oh, I pray for you. I mean it. That, that, that your desire will not lead you astray Amen. to entertain the wrong person. Amen. There are men who will tell you I love you today, but they are the reason why you will cry tomorrow. May you escape such men. Amen. There are men who will come to you. They are, they are not meant to be your husband, but they are meant to be change agents. May you meet those people. Amen. I hear somebody pray a prayer, and I want to pray for you. May the people that God has assigned to help you not be, not for, not, not become sexually attracted to you. Amen. You, you, you don't know eh, modern Ghana. When you are a beautiful young lady wanting a job, there are people. The first time I saw it, many years ago, I was in a studio, and I heard it on Joy FM. The people didn't mention their names. They are guys. It's a group of guys. They will get you the best of jobs, with them, but they will sleep with you. All of them. There are five of them. They all have to sleep with you. And they will get you the best jobs. May you escape. I told some case here group, a particular badge, that well, as you are about to graduate and to go to the working world, may the bosses, as you are going to do national service, may the people not take advantage of you. Standing there, oh, me it will never happen until it started happening to them. The world is a dark place. May the light of God keep you. As a student on campus, I pray that God will link you to opportunities. Oh, you didn't hear me. May God give you opportunities. May you not struggle to identify your career destiny. May you not struggle to get the jobs. Let me tell you, it is not, don't take it for granted. The fact that you attend Ashesi, I know Ashesi students, from the day they graduated from 20, in 2013, up to today, they, they have never worked before, after their national service. I know them. There are many people, many people who are struggling. Do you understand me? The race is not to the swift. It is God that shows mercy. So, I pray for you. When I pray, say amen. I don't care how rich your father is. I care how magnanimous God is. Do you understand me? Ah. The one person that I know from 2013, the father has a company. 
there is a there is a somebody, a graduate, who graduated, a lady who graduated in Ashesi. When she was coming to Ashesi, when she was coming to Ashesi, she came with her own car. Her father had her father was a billionaire, had many cars. By second year, her own car was even taken and sold. When that banking crisis hit, his father's his father had many companies, including uh, savings and loans. It was collapsed. And then the investors started coming after him. He sold everything. KCF had to support with fees and feeding many times. The man came to my office. He brought me his old suits. He's bigger than me. He said, I should buy them. I said, your suits are bigger than me. He said, you can give it to Taylor. I said, I don't need them. One time, you may remember this, if I mention it. I had to do an emergency dollar um, uh, soliciting. I asked that people should contribute dollars. We need to raise $6,000 within a space of two days. Otherwise, he was going to be put behind bars. He was a millionaire. Millionaire. I met such men plenty after that man's incident. I don't know. It's like God opened the floodgate. A lot of people who own savings alone, they were coming to me in the office at this airport. Oh my God. I went to one of them, their house at uh, Medina, inside the big house. They are coming after him and after his house. Jesus says, don't work for the wealth in this world that thieves and moth can take at any point in time. He said, anybody that is rich in this world but is not rich towards him is a fool. May you not be a fool in the eyes of God. Have you learned something today? Be godly. The king wants you as a pure servant. Maintain your godliness. As you go through this week, go and marry your Bible again. Go and marry the Holy Spirit again. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Read God's word. Practice godliness. Practice the presence of God. Learn to pray. Talk to God. You don't need to pray like I pray three hours, but at least one hour, twice a day. Morning one, evening one. It will help you. Then read your Bible. Read your Bible. Some of you didn't go attend uh, Sunday school. So you are doing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Don't let the ministers who come here to minister to you pour water on stones. Okay. Wasting their time. Some of you, you want every day we are pampering you. Sometimes we will pamper you, but most times we will fire you. We will do what? We will put fire under your bottles. So that it can be up and doing. What's your name, my dear? Clara. We will push you to pray. Thank you for listening to this message. If you were blessed by this, share it with someone and be an agent of impactful change for the kingdom of God. God bless you.